Previously on Polyamory. So it's been a couple of days. You've you've gone about your duties. I imagine Dusty's probably put a few more tunnels down beneath the potato fields. Yeah, and I have not taken a single step. I have dirt surfed everywhere. Don't yes. dirt surf over the freshly mopped floor, please. Well, okay. unless you're going to take all of that dirt with you. <laughs> <laughs> Dusty's like a Roomba. <laughs> Oh, uh, father, father! I um, I, 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 I request humbly a moment of your time, if, if, if I may be so bold. Please speak, my child. I um, I had a, I had a dream last night, and and I, something about it felt more, more real than perhaps would be usual of a dream. I, I, I thought it was important, as, as it was about um, a, a matter of faith, that I, I perhaps should bring it to you. Understandably, my child. I, I saw in my dream this this woman, and she'll proceed to describe as best she can the painting. This is going to sound so strange. She told me she was popping to the pub for a bit. It is as the ancient texts have said. Pusmer went to seek recreational imbibement and hoped that upon her return we would be here for her. My child, we have long suspected that something may have kept Pusmer at bay, but we know not what. We had rather hoped that a large enough offering might do the trick, but well, more and more of these shockwaves have been happening lately. Our, our grief is overtaking us. Anything about where they liked to go, or, you know, their, their life before they vanished? Pusmer would drink where, wherever she saw fit, but I fear that long ago... Many of the gods have since vanished, not returning to this world. After the great battle, I suppose, when all gathered together in arms against Guileway. When he said Guileway, his lips didn't move enough to make that word. And he'll start writing it out for you. The gods. Yeah. Fought together. Fought together. Against. Against. Capital V. Yeah. I. L. E. Vile. Basically, this entity sort of appeared, took over most of the kingdom of Frigidea, and the gods put aside their differences for once, and had a great battle that nearly ended the world against this thing. At the end of that, three gods lay dead, and Vile was turned basically into just like the tiniest little imp. While you are not expanding the size of the potato fields, we go on a quest to try and find out where Prosmer and maybe the other gods are. So, you are you are basically declared holy pilgrims of the Order of Prosmer. D, you are sitting on one end of the cart rather than in the middle. You are struck by something very hard, which causes you to smack your head against, like, behind the, the sitting bit of the cart, and you fall off the side. As someone yells... Why don't you piss off, you bloody chipmunks? Welcome to Stone Monkey Radio and Curiosity Epidemics Polyarmory 
We're back. We're back. Huzzah. Last time you'd left the chipmunks behind. You were on a mission. You met up with a lovely druid furbolg. Sorry, I just remembered chipmunks. (laughs) You've managed to forget that at all at any point in the last week. I've been waking up in cold sweats going, bloody chipmunks. Bloody chipmunks. That's what the furbolg said as well. Uh, You acquired yourself a little succulent. Had whispered secrets to it of how how pleasant we are and how helpful we are. And when it came to a fork in the road, you went, "Ooh, not going the scary dark way. Let's go this way to all these beautiful, beautiful woods." La, I, la, 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 la. I feel like this is like a, a false choice, and like the scary woods would have been safe, and the the safe looking ones are bad. I mean, the Furbolg's instructions were go to the next woods over. Hmm. That is where the furbolg told you that the gate would be like the good ones, the nice woods. In the woods. So there's the woods. Yeah. And there's just a black something. Yeah, let's not go that way. Not yet. Gain some levels first. (laughs) You're saying that we shouldn't head to the the monstrous abyss that just looks like a glimpse into the human soul until we've visited the happy clappy elves in the bright forest. It sounds like you're not planning to stare into the void just in case. Not yet. Just in case it winks at you, flicks at the slips. (laughs) Smiles at you coquettishly. Also, before we started recording, you reminded that uh, does Dusty uh, still have purple worm? Oh yeah, he does. Yeah, okay. You have some drugs in your bag. <laughs> be, be sure to like you know hide them in your hide them down your trousers if the if the cops show up. <laughs> Shove them down your your shoes. Yeah, you're not in the underdark anymore. Laws and such. <gasps> Imagine Look, that. I don't Ooh. approve of this idea. Laws. It's weird because we did the entire first series of this show and I didn't really think too much about the fact that this was an evil campaign. Now you're above ground, it's like, oh, this becomes a lot more questionable. <laughs> so, there appears to be a very clear road towards the beautiful High Elven Woods. Is that where you're heading? I mean, that seems the sensible way, right, team? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dusty is going to spend this entire trip going between making sure that Bromara has enough sun cream on and she's looking after her tattoos and just picking up random bits of dirt to add to Michael Newt's castle. At this point, it's taking up half of the cart. Okay, so the cart is under strain. The piggies are just pissing sweat in it's the right, sunshine. I'll offer them extra carrot. <laughs> Did we ever give Ruffles and Snuffles those turnips we promised them? Of course! Food that is okay. promised to these pigs goes to these pigs. So they have a clear reward structure. Under the creaking weight and these poor, poor piggies being forced to pull along, apparently quite a sizable dirt castle now. I mean, he can help. Like, I never said that he wasn't also Roomba in the cart. <laughs> sure. My preferred <laughs> method of travel is now Roomba. You head up towards the line of the trees and you notice that they're... There does seem to be sort of a, a recess in the trees here. Along the edge of these woods, they are... just The trunks of the trees are really tightly packed. Like, you couldn't just walk into these woods from just anywhere. Yeah. Um, it's like a, a naturally grown, fortified like wall. wall. Yeah. Mm. There appears to be sort of a recess here, and you notice that there's like a smaller dirt pathway leading away to the south. Are there presumably some people at this entrance? You can't see anyone, but there is sort of a just what appears to be some kind of entrance. Try and go through it, I guess. It's still trees, but it appears to be very different to the rest. Ah, is this we can't drive the cart through it? We can't drive the cart through it. Okay, uh... 
I, I guess we disembark the cart and lock it behind us. <laughs> I worry that one day I'm going to forget to explicitly say that we're locking the cart and you're just going to go, nah, the stormy cart, you have no cart now. I'll think about it. Clearly that wouldn't happen above ground. There are laws up here. Doesn't mean that we can just leave it unlocked. Do we know the local traffic regulations? Is there like a double yellow line? Or... Are we going to get clamped or like towed? <laughs> Do they drive on the left or the right side of the road? Uh, sort of down the middle until they're trying to pass each other. And then do they pass on the left or the right? I guess it depends what the shape of the road's like. Or how <laughs> brazen one person driving in one direction is. Well, that doesn't sound like laws and regulations to me. <laughs> Anything goes. We're out here in the countryside. Whom, whom can say? It's the countryside. No one's. It's going to be fine. Park, park so we're not blocking the road. Vertically. So you're parking up. Yeah. Disembarking? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Try and push through them trees. Okay. So you start just sort of pushing on the trees at this entrance. And uh, let's have a... How, how are you going about this? Forcefully? Well, Rusty... Rusty? Dusty grew up above ground in a sort of wooded area. So I think I'd, I'd like to go maybe survival. Okay. So let's have some dusty survival. 18 to survive. Wowza McJinkies. You survived the hell out of that tree. <laughs> um, you can recognise that, that this is very definitely some kind of door. Uh, it's clearly magical. And you would guess there's either a password or you have to get the attention of someone on the other side. Hmm. Knock, knock, knock. You gonna knock on wood? <laughs> I've never had to knock on wood and I'm glad I haven't yet. Because I'm sure it isn't good. That's the impression that I get. So what? I, I, I knock on the door. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry, uh, when it went on a bit of a lyrical spiel there for a second. Well, <laughs> that's a good Strength. rhyme. Uh, Twelve. Okay, that's a pretty decent knock. There, there is a strange moment, and some of the trees literally seem to sort of just roll back, and you see into what looks like a really glamorous party. Ooh, you can right sort there. of see lots of very fancy people dressed in very fancy clothing. Uh, people with like uh, cocktail dresses and cigarette holders and uh, suits very well to do. Lots of lots of uh, like very long, elegant gloves. Ooh. And uh, there appears to be a sort of grey-faced butler-type creature. It looks very much like a, an elf of sorts. Mm. It would be tall if it wasn't so hunched over, but its skin appears to be like almost completely grey. Its eyes are like monochrome. Its hair colour is almost completely black, and its clothes are just black and white. It's like a drow? Um, no, not not a drow. Like a robot. Do they look um, like the high elves that D had interacted with? Uh, you mean the high elves? Oh. Uh, not quite, no. Mm. None of them screaming and melting. The elves that you can see in the party... No, not screaming and melting. <laughs> the elves you can see in the party look, like, slightly more pure? Mm. Angelic, almost? Uh, maybe more fey? Okay. Is it all all elves, or are there any... Well, there's, like... You would guess that the high elves were just elves who were high all the time. Mm-hmm. These are very different... Definitely the species high elves. Gotcha. Ooh, but no humans. Yes. Um, at the, the recognition of this sort of um, this high society looking party, which I'm basically just picturing the great Gatsby. Like, I was that's thinking my Gatsby, yeah. <laughs> uh, Bromara is going to attempt to put on her fanciest sounding voice and go, oh, hello, hello, dears. Hello. 
Do you have an invitation? Uh, we don't have an invitation, but, you know, when you live a lifestyle like ours, our presence is an invitation, darling. Ah, <laughs> uh, you must be the entertainment. Sure. The tradesman's entrance is six miles to the south along this path. And gestures along the little dirt path you saw along the side of the woods. Ah, okay. And will we need to show anything when we get there, or we just uh, head on in? Just show them your credentials. They are expecting you. And he sort of just, without seemingly without walking, just slides back into the woods and the trees <laughs> close in your face. Robot. <laughs> Uh, so, team, I don't know about you, but I'm pretty sure we could be entertainment. I think, I think that's the plan, huh? Right? Right? Six miles, this must be a massive party. I know, right? A big enough party that, like, they're not gonna have a piece of paperwork that actually has, you know, like, pictures of who's meant to be showing up. We just show up and say we're the entertainment. We'll be fine. Well, I could forge something. <gasps> you could forge something. <gasps> if we're pressed on this question, what kind of entertainment are we? That's a question. Well... Dusty's good at that Roomba thing. Can I do some dab magic? <laughs> we are we are magical entertainment. We do I mean, magics. Dusty does dabbing and, and Roomba tricks. You do dab-based magic. Oh my god. Can we do a troop dab performance of some kind? <laughs> a dab-based performance? <laughs> yeah, just doing lots of dabs and magic and swirling around the ground. Oh, wow. I'd be upset if we didn't at this stage. <laughs> okay. Uh, do you have a name for your group? Oh. <sighs> Oh. Trying to think of an acronym for DAB. Uh, the, the Disruption of Adversarial Business Services. <laughs> <laughs> you got that very uh, fast. That's yeah. Romara's role in this season. Yeah, that is that is my job. I am I am DAB. <laughs> um uh, doubly awesome performers. Performers? <laughs> DAB Crobats. D and Brumara. Yeah, no, the, the troop is just called D and Brumara. That's Dusty doesn't get a spot in the name. But <laughs> D and Brumara brackets and Dusty's there too. It could be Dusty D and Brumara, and it would it would be Dab, but spelled D D A B. I like that. Dab. We are the Dab. The Dab. What's the S? Ah, Dab. The Dab. The Dab. Okay, so you're Ta-da. heading to the servant's entrance, I take it? Yes. Cool. We're going to go six miles in one direction to come five and a half miles back, aren't we? Probably. Yes. Whom can say? Uh, so, do you want to fake us some credentials? Yes. If you can come up with some credentials, I would give you advantage on rolls for blagging. Yeah, and, and also, like, this seems like an easier way because they've looked at us and gone, ah, you're supposed to be here via this route. It seems easier to go with that than to go, oh, no, no, we are fancy high elves, can't you see? Like, you could try and do an Emperor's New Clothes situation. Ah, you can only see that we're high elves if you're really, really intelligent. Can you not see this? But I feel like that's not as wise an option. So for a 15 on your forgery, Nick, very good looking uh, dabs ID or, or some, some dab ID uh, and maybe even a couple of like tour posters. Can, can we have the tour poster like, you know, have a list of the cities and the, the parties we're playing. But like every single one of them is like sold out, sold out just to, just to make ourselves look real important. Everyone's dying to see us. Huzzah. So, after a while of travelling along the route, you come to another one of those 
inset bits. Except it looks almost more like prison bars where the trees are slightly spaced. And you can sort of see in. And there's more of these sort of hunched, grey looking, sort of monochromatic high elves. Hmm. Are they looking like the ones who were in the party? Or is this... Less like the one in the party, but more like the one that answered the door to you. Ah. They are almost certainly the same species. But these grey hunched ones, there's something different about them. This is ringing bells of Croak. I don't think it's quite the same. Croak with the zombies was my first thought, was the, like, ah, something's been drained of these ones, they're not quite themselves. A lifetime of servitude. You're just depressed from working in the service yeah. industry. <laughs> uh, can we confidently just stroll up to, uh, if we see an entrance, and just be like, oh, hi, hello, yes, we're the performers, we were told you'd be expecting us. And, and one particularly dead-eyed looking person near you comes forward, moves the trees apart. And they do seem to just sort of slide through the ground. It's, it's very strange to look at. Slide like Dusty can slide around? or Yeah, kind that, of. That's what I was going to say. Is it's like it's not that much stranger than Dusty sliding around on there. The you trees are doing tree some dirt status skating. Fine, it's a rumba tree. Like you've seen <laughs> loads of times before. <laughs> <laughs> We've seen loads of times before. Yep, we can conceptually yep. imagine a Roomba tree. Dusty is going to do a tiny percept. 23. That's some real good perception. What are you looking for? Just any tells as to what their whole bag is. Like, why there seems to be a almost servant class of slightly zombied-looking elves. Well, if you had to guess, you'd say that something intrinsic has been taken out of them. That's removed all the colour from them. Mm. And left them sort of shells of high elves. They, they've been drained of all their fun party energy. Oh, no. <gasps> oh my god, it's monster energy all over again. <laughs> Whatever's been drained of them, could we drink whatever's been drained from them? Oh my to god. Become <laughs> super fabulous ourselves. Oh my god, you're on the sniff for talent juice, aren't you? <laughs> I'm on the sniff for talent juice, yes. <laughs> Ramar really wants to drink. <laughs> I want to drink concoctions that will make me amazing. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, even with a 23, I can't tell you much more than you have already discerned. Yeah. Hmm. Just is going to get Bromara some water. That's the real important fluid. <laughs> That's uh, the true like, talent from like, juice. From like a canteen, or are you looking around for something within this area? Oh, I am drinking shit from around here. <laughs> Okay, um, so the preacher, have you said anything to this person? Oh, we, we've sort of gone, ah yes, hello, we're the performers, we've been told you're expecting us. Yes, we're expecting the performers, but I thought you were already here. Oh, no, 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 that was some of our roadies that came to bring some of the stuff up from. You can see, uh, we've got our paperwork here. Present. Uh, roll persuasion with uh, advantage. I can roll that with advantage. Uh, nine on the first, come on. Twenty on the second. Hey, sloppy twenty on the second. Yeah. Absolutely understood. My name is Pennyworth. Perhaps you'd like to get set up. Uh, yes, yes, of course, of course. Uh, now, now remind us. Uh, did did you secure us that stage near the uh, near the gate that we were going to use for performing? <laughs> I was unaware of any changes to the stage, as I was to understand. This is to take place in the Green Park. Ah, oh, wonderful. Uh, wonderful, wonderful. Yes, yes. Uh, could you point us in the right direction for that? This way. 
uh, it sort of shuffles off, uh, leaving you behind, and with a sort of shake of hand behind him, the trees behind you close. Mm. And as the daylight outside is slightly more blocked off now, you do get a real feel of prison bars mm. in those few open areas. Your cart left outside. I'm I'm sure you locked it. You prob- yeah. probably locked it. It made the noise. Uh, beep beep. <laughs> I locked it. That was the previous place. <laughs> beep beep. It's locked here. <laughs> okay. I, I promise you now, the the way you've, you've asked if we're locking it every time, Bromara now has a bit of a complex <laughs> and, like, locks it, like, keeps mashing the lock button over and over to be like, I definitely hit lock. Okay, sometimes when you do that, the alarm just goes off because you've just whacked it <laughs> yeah. too many times. It's like a, like a panic alarm function. Yeah, yeah that will occasionally happen. Bromara would rather that occasionally happen than she forget to lock the car. <laughs> Deadlock the engine. <laughs> okay. Would it be the piggies? Aren't they the engine? Yeah. <laughs> Deadlock the piggies. Their trotters just rooted to the floor. <laughs> Should we follow Sam Troy then? You head off following uh, Pennyworth, and at first it's just like sort of an outdoor kitchen, lots of sort of staff milling around doing that, and then there's like a whole nother area, and the staff here are dressed slightly more smartly. And here there's lots of people like folding tablecloths and napkins, polishing glasses and silverware. And then sort of after a while you come to what is very clearly like a more public area. And here there are these incredibly fancy high elves. But you're sort of skirting around them. Like, it's it's weird the way Pennyworth moves. Like, he can be as far away from any of the other high elves at any time. It's like he knows how to be, like, just naturally stealthy or unseen by the, the seeming ruling class here. He, he knows how to, how to be a good servant and just never be noticed. He Pretty much, does yeah. his job without ever getting in the way. Yeah. And there's lots of very, very fancy high elves. As I said, like the the imagine Gatsby, the like lots of the amazing suits and dresses and uh, c- cigarette holders, lots of them smoking, lots of yeah. a huge amount of smoking, which can't be good for the trees. <sighs> they don't seem to care. How many monocles? Everyone wearing oh, monocles. There's, there's a good few monocles. Yeah, monocles. Some people with like a double monocle. Double. Ooh. I was gonna just ask: Is there anyone with two monocles? On? Two monocles, same eye. <laughs> Uh, pocket watches. Oh, yeah, pocket watches, waistcoats. I'm imagining someone with, like, two different pocket watches. They've got chains on both sides. They can be like, ah, let me check both my pocket watches. Uh, Yeah, one's one's probably, like, actually the time. The other one's probably astral charts or something. (laughs) (laughs) Lots lots of shoes with spats as well. Uh, I'm hoping for the peak, the quadruple monocle, two in each eye. So fancy. Uh, that's there's like somebody with like a, a quintuple pen's nose, <gasps> just like all of them just down the nose. It's gonna be a very pinched nose. Top hat on top of a bowler hat. <laughs> Naturally, with another bowler hat on top of the top hat. Excellent. This is, this, is this just going Team Fortress Two with all the hats? <laughs> everyone got stacks of hats. They're just really, really fancy, like obscenely fancy. <laughs> so as you're being led around, at one point you come uh, to this beautifully carved wooden bridge it's almost like the arms of the trees laid down like across this this river 
and then intertwined with themselves and then like at some point somebody came along and went okay right i'm gonna buff and polish that now but you suspect it's probably still alive (laughs) it's weird um and the the river that you pass over it seems to almost be full of like mercury it's bright silver and just flows through this area that seems unhealthy mercury mercury does bad things to the brain are you sure? I mean, I was sure, and then I had some mercury, and I'm not so sure anymore. <laughs> I, I think this might be making me smarter. <laughs> Wait, are you drinking it? Galileo did. Uh, are you drinking it? <laughs> Jane leans into the microphone. I don't like this line of questioning. <laughs> uh, Dusty wants to talk to... Is it Pennywise or Pennyworth? Penny, uh, Pennyworth. Pennywise, Pennywise is the clown. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Pennyworth, me old copper. How do you luck into this job, then? It is the nature of our position. Once one of us has fallen, we become serving class and are forced into this labour until we die. Hmm. One way or another. What, all that for tripping up? Indeed, it is the manner to which one falls, sir. Falls on the floor? Falls over? What? Into the river, sir. Oh, give that a wide berth then. D, D, I know it looks tasty. Don't fucking drink it, honey. So, to give some context, uh, both when D initially said, no, I'm not drinking that, and again, when you told D not to drink it, our DM here sat there and physically with her arm was like, oh, rats. <laughs> yes, you! Like, if either of you had tried to drink it, I was going to be like, the, the DM is literally here, like, oh, go. She's, she's literally leaning into the microphone going, no. Go on, do it, do Would it. you like just a little drinky? <laughs> Forbidden juice. I mean, oh no! Don't call I, it forbidden juice. I promise you, Bromara, this whole time, like up until that moment, I have been considering: is that the talent juice? Oh no! If Bromara even looks like she's thinking it's forbidden juice, and therefore I want it, Dusty's just going to carry her like a toddler. <laughs> uh, don't make him pick you up by your dungies, because he will. <laughs> uh, Do you have any more questions for Pennywise? Do you like your job? It is not whether I like the work or not. It is simply what I must do as I am told. Is is your situation undoable? Not by any means I have been made aware of. Hmm. It seems the simplest solution is to die in our service. At that moment, you hear the sound of like a volley of arrows being fired. <gasps> Okay. And then just like a whack, a thump, and then cheering from some of the party guests. Like around us? Like, would it look weird if we didn't also cheer and maybe clap? Um, They're they're not sort of right near you. There's maybe, they appear to be like a hundred yards away, but it appears that something was just sort of shot hilariously. Uh, Can we see anything from here? Uh, Roll perception. Fourteen. What's doing that fun thing where I click it a bunch and it doesn't do it? That's alright, it'll come up a jillion two times in a minute. Ah, uh, 14. Oh god. And a 19 for Nick. Well done, everybody. Yeah. Hooray! You can see one of the uh, waiting staff face down in the grass, arrow in its back. Oh. oh. I don't like this party. I don't think these are nice people. Ha ha ha, isn't it fun to shoot the, the servant class? Poor sport. Okay, so I'm going to feel no guilt if we have to just, like, murder our way out of this place. Oh, yeah, I am actively gunning for murdering our way out of this place now. Yeah. 
I wonder how we can just spray people with mercury. <laughs> don't have any mercury. Yeah, the stuff in the rivers. It's not mercury. Well, whatever that is, can we find a way to spray that over these assholes? It seems like the fate they deserve. So you're following Pennyworth, or are you trying to work out how to fish some of this stuff out? Uh, hmm. I cannot currently... Uh, I cannot currently see a way to do it, but... I'm keeping it in mind as a possible option for later. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you f- follow Pennyworth on further through these sort of beautiful parks, and eventually you come to what looks like a, a sort of a bandstand, and you can see like a group of seemingly musicians setting up on the stage, and there's a few of the sort of servant uh, servant people sort of helping them move heavy things, setting up like sonorous speaker snacks snacks? No, not snacks Um, speaker snacks, Um, nom nom taste the music amplify the taste sponsored by Mountain Dew Hmm. So, team, out of character, um, options, because we're, we're going to show up and there's going to be another act that is going to say, hey, we we are meant to be performing here today. Um, do we try and replace them outright? Do we just go, oh, no, we're the, we're the second act of the... No. Didn't you know there's, there's multiple acts, you see? What's, what's our, our plan of attack here? Uh, I mean, they look to be musical acts. They can just be our backing band. Cooperative. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they make music and we do the performance in front. We're the visual element. Yeah. But let's not call them a backing band to their face. <laughs> <laughs> no, we are we are the backing, uh, the backing visual. Uh, yeah, the backing dancers. Do you want to go and introduce yourself? Yeah, we or? probably should. We should get this done and out the way. Who's who's taking the lead on this? Maybe D, the person of, of a thousand personas. <laughs> oh man, okay. Uh, yeah, D will go and who who seems to be I don't know fiddling with everything the most. There's a human in like uh they're they're quite broad. They've mm-hmm. got sort of trousers slung pretty low. There's a lot of butt crack on show, and they appear to be like wiring things up. I see. You would say that they are the person that is fiddling with stuff the most. The lead roadie, as it were. Seemingly a roadie of sorts. <laughs> it could also just be um, the most into it. D will go and introduce uh, themselves. I don't think that I had had D change from being a human lady since the cult. So, uh, hello. All right. Um, you'd be the music then? Yeah, we're the music. Put on the best shows around. Well, great. We're we're the we're the dancers. Don't remember no dancers being organised. Well, it's not you know something that they'd want you to worry too much about. I was just wanting to go over the song choice. I mean, that's up to the band, isn't it? Yeah, so we can coordinate with you. You want to talk to Zephram over there? And he gestures at a real tall, gaunt-looking, uh, blonde guy. Very skinny, lots wearing lots of very tight black leather. Uh, seems to be like tuning up a guitar at the moment. Ah, okay, great. Oh shoot, I can't think of a name. Why am I blanking on a name? D won't say anything and just go over there. <laughs> Can we make it a thing that every time we leave a conversation with someone, we dab now? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. 
Yeah, um, we've got to build which, our brand to make this. We have we have a dab wizard, so I have to ask: Are you doing a bit of color spray with that? Or? Oh yeah, no, I'm definitely like you know walking past <laughs> doing little sprays of, of color in the air as I dab. A- Any time one of the party guests see this, you're getting oh 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 oh, 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 oh charming. <laughs> oh shoot! Uh, at which point, Bromara's going to turn to one of them, wink as as she dabs. Oh 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 oh! Wonderful, wonderful. Oh gosh, I bet they say here here at speeches, don't they? Yeah, yeah, they, they they're gonna bray like mules at the slightest provocation. But that's fun. Isn't that fun? Oh, isn't that fun? How droll. Very <laughs> oh, I'm so ready to murder this entire party. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh sorry, uh, D, you're gonna talk to, to Zephram? Yes. And I remembered just now that our act is called Dadab, which means <laughs> I've tied the name D to this already, so whoops. No, 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 we don't have to explain what that is. It's just Dadab. Oh, yeah, I suppose that's true. Yeah, we know what it means. If anyone asks, we just like dab back and forth with, like on birthdays and just go because we Dadab. <laughs> it's it's, it's, it's Do- Donnie, Donnie, Derek, and Benny. There you go. D looks like a lady. Would she? Would she be Donnie? Like Donnie. We we oh, give no, we no, give different no. we we list different D D and B oh, names every time we're asked. Perfect. <laughs> so you can talk to Zephyr. Yes. What the bloody LDA want? We're uh, we're the dancers. The dab and demonstrate twice. You're gonna d- demonstrate. Yes. Um, Bromara will like do two quick dabs to either side, splashing color in either direction. Oh, 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 charming! As as you can see, they're very they're very uh, into visual elements. So we were we were brought on last minute to you know just you know we're we're not here to upstage your act. We're just here to throw a little color around while you do your thing. Oh, she bloody well hope not. Listen, got any dabbly? Oh. Do we have any double? No, no, check not? your inventory. I don't know what you've got. Uh, Dee picked some up as parking way back on the pawn shoot. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I also seem to have worm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's not upscale it to, oh, you're about to perform. Here's some purple worm. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, in that case, uh, Dee parking. Uh, do you want it? To... You're going to hand over the dove leaf? Yeah, Dee will, like, put on a show of, like, looking around a little bit and then. Pass some dove leaf. Okay, so you you <laughs> pass your little pouch of dove leaf over, and and he sort of quickly gets to. Uh, it looks like you. He, he he's, almost looks like he's squaring you up, mm-hmm. just staring you in the eyes, and then opens the pouch, leans over, and has a little bit of a sniff. Um, you got this from the pawn shoot or the high elves? I want to say that I actually think I might have both because D had taken yeah. over the high elves shop as well. Yes. We, which one have you given him then? Um, probably the porn shoot one. Okay. Um, so he's gonna take a sniff and, uh, and give that sort of, oh, fucking hell. <laughs> yeah, not bad, mate, not bad. <laughs> Completely low-selling it, but he's clearly somewhat impressed by your stash. Um, and he, uh, he invites you to just come sit down on, like, one of those little wheelie, like, amp boxes. <laughs> Nice. Um, and, and he starts skinning up. So, have you uh, performed for this lot before? We've been here a couple of times, actually. They, uh, what would they like to perform for as an audience? Absolutely fucking obnoxious, but they seem lightly charmed by us, and does like scare quotes. <laughs> <laughs> you, you mean, ha 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 
Oh, yeah, that's the sort of thing. It's not really what our music's about, but uh, they pay well, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, is is there much to see around these parties after you finished performing? You know, are they are they the kind that are, you know chill if afterwards you you know hang out a bit afterwards or? Well, uh, I don't know if you noticed, but the uh, serving staff they're very very accommodating. Really, all you've got to do is just ask them for something, and they'll get it for you. So you know, we tend to just sit back in the kitchen for a few days getting really 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 pissed i mean that does sound like a pretty good deal actually mm-hmm. yeah you know uh high elves pay us we get really 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 pissed the food's bloody awesome but uh just stay away from that river yeah yeah and you hear like a like someone almost shout it sounds sort of like oh and then there's sort of some thundering noise like like someone r- running very fast across bare earth and then there's a volley of arrows, a thunk, a thump, and then oh, and like lots of, of cheering and clapping. Oh dear. And there's clearly an, at least one more of the serving oh, staff did, lying face down with an arrow in their back. Do they do a lot of murdering their staff? Is that just like a thing? Oh, apparently it's to keep the numbers down. Like, because otherwise there'd just be serving staff everywhere, innit? Hmm. We could let some of them leave. I mean, they don't do terribly well outside of somewhere where they're being told what to do. They can't really look after themselves anymore, innit? Hmm. I saw it happen once. Y- you saw it happen? Yeah, saw it happen. One of the high elves really, really pissed too much champagne one night. They just uh, slipped sideways on a high heel and fell straight in the river. Colour drained from him in seconds and then they're just this... Weird, like, easily persuaded zombies, I guess. Seems like a thing they shouldn't keep near their parties. Well, it's uh, some... I think they quote some Darwin thing or something. Oh, oh, survival of the fittest, that sort of thing. I don't know, they just talk about Darwin. I try not to listen to the pompous, pretentious pricks, to be honest. I'm glad that we get on well with this other act. <laughs> Um, he's finished rolling up and, mm-hmm. and he's clearly used too much dove leaf. Uh, um, maybe he's showing off. It's, it's, it's almost cigar like. Oh. It's, it's, it's big it's, and, and it's, fat. It's the kind of amount that's really fucking greedy if it's not your dove leaf. Yeah. <laughs> like that's more but, of someone else's than you should be but, using. But it is, it, it is the kind of role that you might expect to see backstage at a big rock gig. Like, if you were going, rock and roll, what sort of size of joint are they smoking? It's something like this. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's almost carrot-like, let's, let's be honest. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's, it just takes a pull on it and it's just like... <coughs> colour slightly draining from his face and then just recovering slightly and he just passes it to whoever's to the left. Um... Before he's too far gone, can we ask her? Oh, I've, I've heard some stuff about just like some of the interesting sites around this place in here. I, I hear something about some kind of fancy gate they've got around here somewhere. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah? They keep get the uh, cleaning staff to keep it polished. I don't think they've got any clue what it is. It's just this big gate thing. It looks like it was built last week, but it's looked like that as long as we've been coming here. It's the kind of site you can just go wander up, have a nice look at, go, oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I and mean, it's, it's be sort of weird, blue, sparkly. Mm. I wouldn't stray too far from the serving staff, though. They don't tend to like uh, common folks wandering around the party. 
Hmm. I'm not sure if I feel sorry for the serving staff. What's making you feel not so- well? I did, but they were these pricks. <laughs> yeah, but they're not these pricks now. Mm, well, at least we know if anyone seems onto us, we just give them a shove in, in the river and like, oh, 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 no, sorry, help us. How many high elves are there, roughly? Um, from where you're standing, you can see probably a few hundred. Yeah. Our but entrance this... was six miles away from the start of the party, so it seems a big party. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was just wondering how long it would take to make enough tunnels underneath all of the high elves to just eventually drop them all in the river simultaneously. Mysterious. Um, I will say that since you've been in here, you've noticed that the canopy of trees, you can't actually see the sky, but there is this sort of white light that seems to, like, permeate through the leaves. Mm. Um, it gives the whole place a slightly silvery look, but the high elves look very, very, very colourful. Some of them roll perception. Some of them roll perception. <laughs> 22. Dusty sees all. Dusty does see all. Sixteen. 16. Seven. Romara sees nothing. She she Romara. took she took the next puff on the. Uh, on you the take the next puff. You you're coughing. Your <laughs> eyes are watering a bit. You can tell that there are quite a lot of high elves. Um, uh, D. There appears to be a lot of them. Some of them appear to be almost sparkly. Hmm. Dusty. Some of these people appear to have their contrast way too high up. <laughs> like they are that Windows XP backdrop. They are that Teletubby land. <laughs> They appear to be uh, positively radiant, glowing. Ah, the colour that was drained from some of them perhaps made it into some of the others, one might think. Ramara wouldn't think that. She's too busy going... (coughs) Are you bogarting that or passing it? Oh, passing it. Who's taking it? Uh, Dusty wants to flex. (laughs) Oh. I got a six on constitution. How good that flex. Uh, you take, you start taking a pull, and then something catches in your throat, and you just start, like, coughing and gasping. You don't fall over, and it only lasts, like, a couple of minutes, but you're like, someone has to hand you some water. Brilmara has handed, has handed Dusty some water and is giving him a a back rub. Uh, And and as a result, you're feeling, like, a bit raw in the throat, but really, really, really spacey in the head. Brilmara's doing you a look after. Aww. D will, D will pat Dusty on the back. How, how the turns have tabled. <laughs> uh, so nope. I think the plan... I feel like the plan right now is do the performance so we don't raise any suspicions and then go investigate the gate. I don't I like know that. why they're so shiny. I'm curious as well, but I, I don't know... I, I don't know any leads of how we can find that out currently. What is this look you are doing? A look of intrigue, perhaps. <laughs> Uh, anyone got any thoughts? Do you want mm. to try and puzzle this out? Mm. Uh, Have we got time before we need to be performing? It appears the band are still setting up. Okay. Hmm. Could we ask the grey servants about it at all? See if they Pennyworth know is still sort of lurking around, pretty much where you left him. Yeah. Uh, Penny- Pennyworth. Pennyworth. Hi. Hi. Whoa. Um. <laughs> so this is our first time playing this party, and uh, we we're just really curious. Um. Is the whole falling in the river thing connected to everyone else being real colourful? Is that a thing? I understand some of the ladies have been visiting Croke Mansion (gasps) Ah. on the Croke Estates. They've been drinking the talent juice. (laughs) Some kind of new beauty regimen that Miss Croke has introduced. Miss Croke? Miz. Miz. Oh, there's a different croak above ground. Ah. Mm. Mm. 
Where, uh, where's this croak live then? Where's croak manor? Somewhere to the northeast, I believe. Uh, a village over there, then the estate. I understand the chairns, all the land around there. So they're not the same croak manor in the Underdark? Doesn't seem like it. Maybe they're connected. Hmm. I feel like the answer to this question is not within this party. It is elsewhere, perhaps. We've got more Froghemoth's days to ruin. <laughs> For now, Bromara hasn't got any other suggestions other than do the performance and head to the gate, so I don't know if anyone else has got any thoughts. I mean, I'm frisking Pennyworth for snacks, but after that, yeah, we're fine. <laughs> Dee, have you got anything you want to do? I mean, maybe we should rehearse? Should we rehearse? Ow, we'll be fine. <laughs> we'll be fine! That, that kind of blind confidence has led Dab to perform at hundreds of totally <laughs> real locations. Um, Bromara's got inspiration saved up, so Bromara's probably fine. Okay. Dusty's just gonna busy himself with making sure that Bromara doesn't get too stressed before the performance then. Aww. Oh, I mean yeah, performance based on charisma. Dee's could probably charm their way through it. Uh, Bromara is fairly charismatic as well, so it's probably fine. Jump cut to it not being fine. <laughs> is that what you want to do? You just want to wait till the geek starts? I, th- I think so. I don't know that we've got anything else that we want to do before then. Okay. So you hang around the stage. You see the band and the roadies going around setting up. Drum kit finally goes up. Each member of the band uh, goes up and, uh, like, so the roadies will, like, test everything. The band will then go up and, like, do their own own check. There might be a, a little bit of a twiddle here and there, a machine head moved, mm. maybe a different a lead swapped out somewhere. But yeah, it's it's largely sort of minimal stuff. We're on the side of the stage doing like basic stretching, limbering up, making sure we can dab properly, seeing how deep of a low dab you can do. Okay, uh, can I get dexterity from the dabbers, please? Oh no. <laughs> oh well, it's a good thing D's so dexterous. Uh, crit. Okay. 24. Okay. 13. 6. Okay. okay. So you have your little stretch out. Uh, D gets, D gets a bit of a cramp. But that, that's, 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 why, that's why you're doing this now. Bramara absolutely kills the, the warm-up. Absolutely kills it. Like, you are spinning around like a sprinkler at one point. Like, doing like a little pirouette of dab. Just firing colour spray out in all directions. I know you're just going, oh, 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 Eventually you notice that the the trees, because it's clearly not the outside light, it sort of dims, 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 goes to an... It seems to be switching from a silver to a golden light. Mm. Uh, and it, it, it's got a real sort of twilight, dusky feel in it here in hell. And then the light sort of directly above the stage area and like right around here seems to dim even further. And then lights seem to be sort of cast up on the stage. There's someone in like a little hut with like a couple of wands that just seems to be directing lights at the stage. <laughs> <laughs> and the crowd seem to be gathering a bit closer. Uh, we, we should probably make our way in front of the stage to like make some... So they're not crowded up so much that we don't have room. Oh to no, they wouldn't get that close to the, 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 the staff. No, 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 no. <laughs> 
the so common they're, they're getting close that they can yeah exactly they ah, okay. they, nobody wants to touch these people they don't know where they've been but um they certainly do want to do want to see how it goes d is still uh hobbling a little bit from, oh. from that uh that cramp earlier <laughs> but still making making the best of it Ramara's feeling confident from that crit and is like, I shall go front and centre. I'm ready for this. Ooh, have you all seen Big Hero 6? Yes. Yes. Uh, you know, like, at the expo at the start where there's all those like little metal things and the floor walks for him. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. I think Dusty's going to hang back and just make the floor do that. <laughs> okay, so you're sort of floor surfing at this point. Hmm? You're floor surfing. Yes. Cool. Um, so yeah, everyone gathers, D floor surfs on, that gets a little uh, polite golf clap round of applause. The lights go down even further and the, the band just starts rocking out, like we get a, a power chord just echoing out. And, and Zephram's a pretty good singer and can a, a seemingly can actually play his instrument. I guess wow. that's why he's here. Yeah. Their drummer is very, very lively. Uh, their, their bassist. Just looks like he's trying to fuck his instrument. Every bassist does. But he's playing it incredibly. And and the, the crowd seem to be just... They're not dancing to it. But every every time a song finishes, it's like, oh, oh wonderful, wonderful. Oh, little, little like, polite rounds of applause. How, how do you react to... Um, Romara is going to attempt a very, very uh, elaborate dab move, which is the uh, corkscrew backflip dab. Ooh, okay, Ooh. roll uh, performance. Uh, the first is an eight. I'm going to redo that. Eighteen, that's better. So it's a triple corkscrew backflip, did yes, you say? Yes, yes. Uh, and landing into a dab with colour spray. With, with, with colour spray. Yeah, wow, with that's spray. It's, it's incredible. And there is just like a, a, a gasp, like a polite gasp, and... <laughs> Again, oh, oh, absolutely smashing. Let's get this back again. <laughs> do, you, do you want to do anything else throughout this performance? Is our performance well received? As well as anything seems to be received by these people. Sort of charmed, polite applause. They're, they're still watching. Occasionally you'll see like one of the serving staff going around with a platter uh, with like canapes. Can we do perception, perhaps, to see if anyone who is watch any of the high elves watching this, we, we can maybe single out one that's like, ah, they seem to have really enjoyed us. Uh, raw perception. Uh, 15 for me. 21. Just blank, gormless, chinless faces. Yeah. Well, there goes that well, then. plan. Is there something wrong with them other than affluence? I think they might have the affluenza. I've heard of this <laughs> problem. Affluence. <laughs> oh, it's it's when they're uh, someone's too rich to be sort of like they can't go to prison. They 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 wouldn't know how to survive with common folk in prison. But I have money. Consequences. Oh. You're not the same class as these people. They're high elves, darling. <laughs> the show goes on. It's it's as well received as anything else. You all do fantastic jobs. Again, as as well received as it could be. D, you, you struggle a bit. That cramp has really sort of... It's done something to your muscle. It's pulled it in such a way that it's just like... It's taking a real while to recover from, especially while I'm sort of standing and dancing around on it. Uh, eventually, the band give it... Thank you, good night! <laughs> and there's like a charmed round of applause that doesn't really last more than longer than any of the others. And the, the high elves just sort of start drifting off. Well, with that out of the way, presumably they won't be furious to see us milling through the party because uh, we were received. So maybe we all start to just casually head towards the gate. How are we, how are we getting there? Because you can't see it. No. 
Mm. Should we ask Pennyworth to show us to it? Um, you can't see Pennyworth, but there there are like servants that you can ask. Yeah. Yeah. While we're walking there, I'm just going to ask them, like, you know. So how long is it until uh, it, it's your turn for, for, like, target practice? Is that, uh, is that something you, you think about, or...? Whatever those in charge decide for us is the correct choice of action. Whatever they desire, whether it to be as to hunt us for sport, or use us as furniture, or simply serving staff, that is our lot in life. Is it? Now, uh, yes. by who's in charge, is that just the last person that gave you an instruction, or...? Oh, certainly used to be a king amongst the high elves, but not someone I've seen for a long time. Hmm. They uh, vanish somewhere? Mm, King's Court is in another part of the woods, and I have not been instructed to travel in that direction. Because you're following one of the serving staff, they are doing that thing that, that Pennyworth did, of just being able to be far enough out of the way that none of the High Elves sort of bother you. You, you okay. seem to be finding a way across the party. And eventually you come to a clearing with this huge, like, stargate, basically. <laughs> it's the best. It was the best visual description. But it's yeah. it's like big chunks of stone in a big circle. It's somehow floating slightly above the ground. Mm-hmm. The the stones themselves are like a, they're almost white. The edges of them seem to like flicker with power. Blue mm. lights just seem to like shine sheen across them occasionally. The edges are really picked out in these like blue lines of. It, is this blue light power. reminiscent of the blue, uh, the, the glowy spiders from below the ground, or is this? It's a similar sort of color, but it doesn't have that sort of smoky effect that you very use, okay. often used to get with uh, ethereal things. Hmm. Does the succulent know what to do? Yes. What does Iggy think? <laughs> I listen to the succulent. So you're just going to hold it up to your ear? Yes. <laughs> uh, nothing. Okay. Um, as as a warlock who has an interest in them them gods, one god in particular, would Bromara be able to, I guess it would be Roll Arcana to be like, or, or religion perhaps, to be like, do I know anything about how, how I would go about activating a, a god gate? So how do you want to go about this? Do you want to do religion and sort of go, do I understand this thing from a religious point of view? Or do you want to go, I'm a magical tinkery type. I imagine it'd be magical tinkery type. Okay, roll arcana. Do I get any kind of advantage for being a god-worshipping type? Do not. Okay, well, let's hope I get a good roll then. Uh, That's a five. I know very little about this. It's magical. It's magic. That's what gods do, it's magic. Everyone's magic. <laughs> um, the library's Roomba is going to roll religion. Ten. It's magic. It's magic floaty rock. It's, it's religious magic. Yep. D will give it a shot. You would guess that there is as much stone here in this floating stone circle as there was in that lovely rockery. D, do you want to help us out? It was D. a very lovely rockery. Sixteen. <laughs> 16 for religion for D. Okay, D, you you can tell that this is a holy relic. You, mm-hmm. You're getting that from it. There, mm-hmm. there are marks in it that you recognise as celestial. You can't read them because mm. you don't read celestial. But you're like, religion, I know the thing. It's celestial. It's, it's oh, the god thing. You know who does do celestial? Puff the magic dragon. Puff. Hey, Puff, summon Puff. 
hey, hey, Puff. What's what's that say? Puff gives it a look over. What does the rock say? <laughs> it appears to be like just signpost for like this way to uh, the celestial tavern. Oh, ah, hmm. That definitely seems like where we're trying to go. Any anything on there, Puff? That like you know is like a press here, like a ent- enter, activate. Anything you see in? Uh, yeah. Do you want to roll Puff based perception? Uh, perception. Nineteen. Woo! So for a nineteen, Puff basically finds what looks like just a button on one side of her, <laughs> and just points at it and just goes. <sighs> is is it within our reach, or would it be easier for Puff to touch it? It's probably easier for Puff to get to it. Do you mind? Do you mind, uh, Puff? Could you? Could you? Okay. Yep. You you gonna press the button? Uh, I'm gonna have Puff press the button. You press the button, and there's like a a single. Immensely bright, but like it doesn't shed light into the clearing where you are. Like single point of white light, mm. and it gets seems to get more and more strong. But again, still not casting any light. It's just this single point of light that's that is staying in one place, and it's getting brighter and brighter and brighter. And all of a sudden, there's just like a flash, and then there's just a weird rippling membrane in space. I think we should make a bolt for it. And it's slightly glowing blue. Yeah. Um, team, mm-hmm. fucking go. Fuck yeah. I support this. As you're launching yourself through the, the thing, uh, you just uh, hear a... I say, who's that? Oikes. Uh, we, we pay no <laughs> attention and we sprint through the through the gate. Oh, uh-oh. Yep. Well, thank you very much for joining us all. I have been the mistress of this dungeon. I am Jane Eris Magnet. I can be found on Twitter and YouTube as Maniac Janiac. I'm on SoundCloud as Jane Eris Magnet, where you might be listening to this now. I'm also on StoneMonkeyRadio.blog, where I write things. Twitch.tv slash Janiac, where I stream on Tuesday and Thursday nights. Janiac.redbubble.com, where you can get one of my fantastic t-shirts. And patreon.com slash stonedmonkeyradio. As little as a dollar a month would be super helpful. Hi, this is Nick, and you can find me on Twitter, Twitch, and stream at the Nick Flair. And if you'd like to read um, some media analysis and self-reflections that I'm writing, uh, you can follow my blog at storieswithnick.blog. I'm Laura. You can find me at Laura K. Buzz everywhere on the internet. Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, Patreon. That's the one that pays the bills. LauraKBuzz.com. I do a series on YouTube every Friday called Accessibility, where I talk about video game industry accessibility and representation. I've got a bunch of books. There's Uncomfortable Labels, which is out now. It's about being gay and trans. There is Things I Learned from Mario's Butt, which is coming out on February 4th. It's an illustrated, silly and serious coffee table book of video game character butt reviews. And there's Gender Euphoria, which is an anthology of non non-cisgender people's stories of euphoric moments they had in regard to their gender, which is going to be out at some point in the future when it's when it's written. There's also podcasts. There's Pixel Squirt, which is a video game pornography discussion podcast with Mari and Stacey from Geek Remix. Uh, there's Dice Funk, which is a another D&D podcast. I'm on seasons 3, 4, 5, 6, and season 7. Uh, they're all self-contained seasons. And there's Podquisition, where we talk about whether your favourite video games are great or perfect. I'm Becky. I can be found as at Becky Tuto on Twitter. 
The last series that we recorded, Badly Designated Heroes, can be found under Curiosity Epidemic on SoundCloud, Spotify, YouTube and Apple Podcasts. We'll see you again sometime. Oh, bye. 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 <laughs>